Dallas duo in your town. You might want to stick around. We give it to you nice and raw. We don't hold back our tongue. Anything you hear around here, it's our views just to be clear. Cause it's about the realness. You better come and listen in. You don't want to miss this. Call me when it's over, show. What's going on, everybody? It's your girl's favorite artist, Josie's boy. And I'm Alexis A. McCoy. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another, another episode of Coming with the Subway. Hey, guys. We appreciate y'all for coming back every single week. Of course, showing us love. Um, please do not forget to, to like, subscribe, comment, all that good stuff while we're here. To everybody who's watching, because... Shout out to people who actually watch our videos. Yes. Shout out to the people that have subscribed to our YouTube channel. We do appreciate you guys so much. No, 110% because the views wouldn't be there if it wasn't for them. You know what yeah. I'm so so you then, guys are so amazing. And, and and honestly, I know a lot of people. I know a lot of people start YouTube pages. Like a lot of people start YouTube pages right now. Like that's a huge thing. Right I mean, now. YouTube used to be the big it used to be the thing. It well, used no. to be the it factor. No, YouTube is like No, but I'm saying like when people first came out, they were like YouTube was the was the place to be. See, but there was a difference though. Yeah. Like as opposed to like 10, 15 years ago, like YouTube was for fun. Yeah. People did it for <clears throat> whatever things they like, whatever niche they had, right? Like, all that good shit. Now it's like, oh, we see a little Asian kid make twenty eight million dollars. Now we want to be on YouTube. Toys. I yeah. want to be on YouTube now. Like <laughs> I'm gonna get paid, and I'm like, yo, YouTube. You can say that's like podcasting. Everybody oh, has a podcast. That's 110. percent Like uh, I, and it's funny because three years ago, this is God's honest truth. Three years ago, I say your podcasting is about to be just like rap. Oh, everybody's about to do I it. Say, yeah, I swear to you, I said it, and you want to know why? Because it was it was one month I saw five people I knew start a podcast. Really? And, I was like, and then Joe Button came out of nowhere. And I was like, uh. Podcasting is about it. to be. It's about to be a thing. Because Joe Rogan been doing it. Uh, Combat Jack, rest in peace. It was him. Like, it was a lot of people from, like, Nike Talk and shit that had their own shows. But this was, like, back in the day where you had to, like, uh, download it as a zip file or something like that. Shout out to LimeWire. Remember LimeWire? Did you use LimeWire? No. Oh. Uh, what the hell is that? It's that now. It's, like, illegally downloading songs oh no it's Mm-mm. dead now so like i can't really get in trouble with you know not saying that i've never stolen a song in my life <laughs> you have everybody. i have but i'm just saying like everybody, i don't know the everybody. i don't know the sites i don't know the Ooh, sites limewire and frostwire who limewire was the shit but um yeah i knew three years ago three four years ago i was like yo it's about to be something and yeah. then everybody started getting these big deals and now it's like i got a podcast i got a youtube i'm like that's cool i ain't knocking nobody hustle i'm just saying I know a lot of people started YouTube, so I'm happy that people watch our YouTube. So, yeah. And the fact that we decided to <clears throat> transfer our audio and our and do visuals for you guys, because I know that I know I'm a visual person, one, because I do production, but two, mm-hmm. because sometimes I just like to see the reactions of people, you know, hearing somebody say something. Uh, oh, you, this one, my bad. Yeah. yeah. Hearing somebody say something. Um, is cool, but seeing their reactions. I prefer, the, to, I prefer to watch. Yeah, seeing the reactions of people's <laughs> saying something in the other person's face when they say some stuff. It's it, it just. Well, it's like live music. It is. Live music, then they get their appreciation that it deserves. Like people just waiting to the BET Awards to come around or the Soul Train Awards or something like that. To, to see, see if somebody. people are going to perform. It's like, there's nothing like going to like Hammerstein Ballroom or like going to It's nothing like being in the room itself. Yeah. Like I tell you, I've been I know people hate I don't know why. I do know why. I'm lying. 
why people hate standing room only shows so much like personally man there's nothing better than like i of course i've been to like plenty of stadiums like i've got seen kanye live i got to see drake miguel like i've seen a lot of people live but like standing that in that pit right by the speakers where you feel the bass i'm like whoo that shit is that's a love i can't adapt to I I don't know. You know I I'm like a, I'm a music head. I'm a music. I I I don't feel like I'm a. You're you're, you're a music enthusiast too. Like I'm not. I, yeah, but I I just like more intimate settings. Like prime you just, example. You, you want the you want the. I don't know. It's not even about that. <laughs> the intimate setting for me, perfect for me, when Issa Rae did the the insecure intimate session with Jasmine Sullivan and she sung uh insecure yes I didn't watch I know she's talking about you talking about you talking about we sitting on the couch vibing and she's singing her throat off that's cool the dude that is this one dude he did a reaction when she did a a run he was like see see, that's me I need to I need to have a chair because if she does a run and I'm standing up I ain't gonna do that well it's it's the same thing you just don't like standing you like crowds I don't like crowds I don't like people all up on me so if we if they said uh you know, if it's a good song, we supposed to be grooving, and your elbow on my shoulder. I can't it, do see, that. It, but I, it, can't I respect do it. that. It depends on what show you go to. It all depends on what show. Because I'm, I'm gonna be real too. Like I've seen, when I went to, uh, when I seen BJ, the Chicago Kid, and Bro mm-hmm. James live, that shit was like an experience. I feel like because I and have, mind you, I've seen them live twice already. I've had very bad experiences with, um, like mosh pit type of concert oh yeah no it depends on where you go yes yes because we have did when i was a teenager we had went to go see i think it was like little chris it was ti it was a no but the concert the concert wasn't bad it was the experience with an audience like people got the fight and they started throwing um spraying pepper spray in the crowd it was just too much see and that and i was like no I can't do that. You don't do rap shows standing room only. You do not. That is a rule in my book. You do not do that shit. Like, honestly, I know people that went to BB Kings and went to when it was open and went to go see like Nipsey and all that good stuff. Like, I, I, currency would probably be the one rapper I would go see because he don't have anything. It's like, <gasps> yeah. I mean, it was the concert was great. I'm sure. Because once, because the when we got in, we had a section, a group of people that yeah. we were with. So yeah. the way that it was, it was like a mosh, mosh pit down at the bottom, mm-hmm. and then they had the it was a long aisle, and then it had like little sections off okay. going back to the end of the club. So we, where we were was like behind the mosh pit. Now, well, I got a question. What? Now, was this ludicrous move, bitch, ludicrous before or after? It was T.I. and Ludacris. So it had so, to be in the early 2000s. So that means Move Bitch was already out. So Move. you went to a stand. Was it? Did he play Move Bitch Get Out The Way? He I had to know. if niggas got hyped. Either that or... T- they weren't hyped. I, I'm, I'm explaining to you that the... Con- the how did the fight happen that's what I'm... it was outside the the it oh. was outside oh, we were in man, I line thought you were, i thought you were saying it happened in i the said crowd. that the concert i kept on saying that the concert was fine it was the experience getting into the mosh pit concert oh man so that for me it, it was it sucked because i got sprayed with pepper spray hell yeah what cameron say you tough fuck out of t- here i'm not <laughs> you tough, tough. You, I was, well, what you tough enough to say fuck out of here every other word ain't you? i am but i was concerned because of my my niece 
who has asthma would damn near no, died yeah. that no, night. I understand. Because we was because people were like people didn't have tickets and they thought that because they knew people that worked at the club that they were going to get in. The people that had the tickets was like fuck out of here yelling out about the game. That's why. See, and where where did you see the show at? Where was it at? Were you back home? Yeah, I was back out. See, exactly. And see, niggas in New York, like, I ain't gonna say fights don't happen. Fights happen. Fights usually happen after the show. Or, like, getting in there, it'll, it'll, it's a little more calm waiting, waiting online. Cause usually when the big shows happen, like, um, it depends on where you go to. And the facility milked that. They really did. Because, like, some of the people at the door, like, the security at the door was taking people's money to get them in. Of course. And not even taking into consideration that people had bought their money for these tickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most definitely. So, people were being janky at the door. But I was just like, fuck out. This this was my thing, though. That's why I don't go see rap show Santa Room only. I refuse to. This is my thing. I was not going to go. And I said, this is about to be some bullshit. you should have listened to God. I should have listened to my my third (laughs) eye because... It was it was some bullshit. I remember going home. My mama was like, "We looked run down. We had got dressed. We looked like we had been in a tussle." I, be- I believe you. I believe like, you. Like, and we wasn't even fighting. We got pushed around. People was getting stumbled over. It was terrible. I believe that shit. So ever since then, and then in New York, I'm always like very finicky. About, we already li- lived in a bunch of. You know, it's already an overcrowded place. So for me to go into a standing room only, and then I got to go outside and standing room only on the train, the shit don't make sense to me. I just don't want to do it. So, yeah. You glad to get that off your chest? Yeah, I'm so glad. Yeah, because <laughs> well, now I know not to bring you to any standing room only shows. We did, we did two. Right. We and did one. Yeah, and you complained still, like about you, my feet hurting. Yeah, yes, I yeah. cannot. So now I the know concrete to, was hard. Now I know to go to standing room only shows by myself, not to be a dick. But like I know that now, and and the, you see, and that's a perfect. That's how much I love you. I love you so much. But I, I think you could love wait, me. Wait, 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 okay, wait. go ahead. I love you so much. That I won't subject you to that ridicule. I appreciate yeah, oh, that. That behavior is unacceptable. You shouldn't. You shouldn't have to deal with your feet hurting standing there Thanks, enjoying babe. music all night. I care about you that much. But for, how about? Wait, 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 wait. Okay. I care about you that much for me to live with the I can't hear anything after I'm done. Let me deal with that. Let me say I this. Care about you. Let me say this. <laughs> I care about you. Let me say this. That at all of them standing room only concerts, mm-hmm. they got a couple of seats up at the top. Yeah, you got to pay for them too. I know. But just pay for me to have my seat I, at no. the top and you can sit stand at the bottom. Uh, no, 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 no. That That's no, fine. No. We'll I, still be experiencing the concert you together. Know, you know why I wouldn't do that though? Why? I believe in equality. No. no. Get the fuck out of here. I believe in equality. Good night. You Good know, night. I'm, you know I'm big Good on night. You see, you can't because I'm big on fairness and you know that. I'm big on equality. Like we deserve to experience the same things. I can't give you the finer things in life and I'm sleeping on the street. That what right. that don't see you took it right. you jumping out the window. It ain't right. See, I just want to win. Look out there. I wanna, look out there. I want to win with you. Look out there. You see how selfish you being? You look out win. there. You want to experience look shit. out there. You want to experience you can keep saying look out there. I'm not looking out there. <laughs> you you want to experience champagne and shit. I'm trying to live the great life with you. You want to talk about wait. You want to talk about go sit down downstairs and I'm gonna be up here having caviar and shit. You <sighs> That's the good life. That means you love me. <sighs> I don't love nobody enough, then. <laughs> Damn, really? I love myself. Okay. Well, y'all heard it here first. I don't love nobody enough. You don't for that. love nobody enough for that. Nope. Because if I because I, I like you. If that's the case, then. wow. <laughs> if that's the case, too I like much you. You doing? <laughs> I like too you. Too much. If you that's doing. the case. Anyway, 
Well, thank you guys so much for coming back to Call Me When It's Over <laughs> in the bullshit that's always happening here all that, the time. Oh, it's always. It's bullshit because, see, see, a black man trying to do you right. You know what? Do not do <laughs> do the volumes to me. A black man trying to do right. You want to talk about his bullshit. You know you what? You see that? I you cannot. see that? Speaking, Good night. Speak, speaking of black men doing right and bullshit, because uh, I don't like correlating those words together because black men, you know, black men don't cheat. Shout out to Lil Duval. You know, we do good. Some of them, not all of them. Some of them do. He said black men don't cheat. Niggas cheat. Niggas cheat. Niggas cheat. And speaking of niggas cheating, I've been watching Black Ink over. Oh, God. I cannot. <laughs> so I'm sure Netflix got this deal with MTV. Because they're just putting mad MTV reality shows on on, on, on Netflix right and now. And it make you really think about how MTV is trash. And well, and I know MTV and VH1 got a, their sister companies. Yeah. Whatever, so it's like, so they're picking a VH1 and... and, and, and um, how they just be exploring our black yeah, folks. But... It, well, t- is it exploiting? No, you, they if, volunteered. Well, they exactly. went on there. We had that conversation. If you allow it, is it exploitation? No, it's not. You're you know right. So let me take. Let me say that it no, did take I mean, it back. You, you're not wrong though, because they do take advantage of. The, they they the take editing. advantage. Let's use the word take yeah. advantage, not exploit. They take advantage of people's like where they at financially, or they edit something crazy. Like it, yeah, they, they disrespectful they and they yeah. edit sometimes. Yeah. But um, I was I was watching something, and all uh, I was watching Black Ink, and I realized like. Too many people I know got child support issues. I and know of and know and know of. Too many people I see, too many black men got child support issues. That shit is pretty ridiculous. And then I realized that none of them use condoms at all. All of them drink Hennessy all day. And I'm like, I ain't judging you, but that's literally a mixture, just a catalyst of bullshit. Hennessy and no condoms. That's a catalyst for I'm a get I'm a bust a nut inside a grill. Like those, the shows over. if that's they say you know how they say this uh if uh this is a starter package for a nigga that's about to be on child support. Hennessy condoms that don't got no condoms, condom wrappers with no condom wrappers. Or the condoms is inspired. What what else you want? And their their phone. <laughs> that's it. And it's one o'clock in the morning. That's that's a recipe. So I, I so, but I, I one of the stories was like that nigga uh, if whoever didn't watch the show, um Cause I like to revisit shit just to see stuff I didn't remember, which we did with that with, with uh you guys served and we saw Columbus Short. We we did <laughs> we <saw Columbus> blew <laughs> our fucking mind in the opening scene. Columbus the Short. first group that they danced against, Columbus Short was. We was like, "Fuck out of here!" He was getting prepared for stomp the fucking yard. Yes, he was, and and no little, wonder he was. And the little white boy from beasted. Step Up too. Well, we knew he was in there. He had yeah, been we, in a lot of movies. We, we knew that. But, but like, Columbus Short was like... Listen, as many times I've seen... He had on the same hat and the same uh, fucking bandana as, that as, he wait, did. As many times as I've seen you got it's served. As many times as I've seen you got served. <laughs> I I never correlated that the white boy was in Step Up. I never correlated it. You never thought about I that? I swear to God. Uh, I never correlated I, I, I beat that from the beginning. That's why I fucked my head up. I was like, wait, that nigga was in Step Up. I mean, so, side note. Yeah. Because this is a side story. You, I was getting into something, but yeah. You got served terrible ass acting. But we knew that though. The water, the water dancing, too fucking long. The most homoerotic <laughs> scene I've ever seen in a movie that didn't have actual gay sex. Okay, and who else did not? We, I mean, you know, we were sitting there thinking, like. We, we thought the whole hour and 42 minutes. No, why was Jay Boog's character so close to this little boy? Where did the little boy come from? Little Saint. 
Lil Saint, yeah. Where did know, he come if you, from? If you loved him enough, you should have got him a haircut or something. They ain't getting no lineup, no nothing. You ain't love that. <laughs> no, you no, no. This is my nigga. thing. You, Where is this little boy at? Was he your mama's uh, no, 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 friend's no. son? Or? No, they didn't say that. They said they didn't say where he was from. They just said he was a little knucklehead. That's all they said. So you clearly saw some little kid in the street and some Drake shit. So you don't have to do this anymore. Right. You can come with me. Like, like I, I would have liked to, for them to dissect that story because it was looking a little suspect. You asking for too much because <laughs> they have seven stories within you guys' service anyway. You got the size of, of Marcus Houston's head. You got why Omarion got that corny ass handshake with Marcus Houston. You got the reason why Marcus. <laughs> well, yeah. You got the reason why Marcus Houston don't want to pay rent. But, oh, but my sell drugs. oh my hold God. Oh my God. He sell drugs but still don't want to pay rent. Want to go get $50,000 but still don't want to pay no, rent. No, no, no. He said when he broke his leg, when he got beat up, he said, <laughs> he said, <laughs> I, well, I can't dance no more. He said, I can't dance no more. I can't play ball. Somebody, we was like, we was like, you just said in the last thing that your mom is ragging on you about not helping her pay the rent. And you worry about You dancing. talk about dancing and playing ball. But you he, ain't say job in her school in her. But nothing. here's the funny thing though: that whole movie is literally them <laughs> dancing and playing basketball. <laughs> nothing else. I'm like, what do grown and Marcus Hughes was at least forty in this movie? I don't give a fuck what nobody tell me. <laughs> you can say he's thirty nine. That's 38 true now. because every time they was out, they was like, "Yeah, I'm about to go play ball." Where the fuck? Y'all ain't gonna go to the store, get some groceries. You, do you wanna know when I was at the park every single day? <laughs> when you were seven. Between 11, between, no, between nine and 14. <laughs> There's no reason why grown ass men, unless you're professionally attempting to play basketball or you play in a league or something like that. Like they ain't had no girlfriends. It was just too. Oh, no, no, no. Omarion oh, was the only one that had a love interest. No, I'm saying, but they ain't had no, I ain't, you know, I ain't, I'm gonna go check out my girl, whatever. They always at the court. Because they don't care about nothing but dancing and basketball. Nothing else matters. It was just too much. They say, ball, too they much. say ball is life. Marcus ball. Houston was a lion. Look, and then, okay. And they, all, so, they all play like old white men. The fight that when uh, Omarion Punch wasn't even in the oh, cafe. Okay, so Marcus Houston, when he grabbed the back of Claire's head, that shit was that shit was disgusting. It was disgusting. But when he had failed. He's a, Oh shit! <laughs> his, his, you heard his crutches. <laughs> oh shit! Amaria had punched him, and then they was like, he was like, "Get off of me! Get off of me!" So it must have been the blocking must have been was not to, didn't work mm-hmm. because he punched him. Little Fizz, him. no, Little Fizz got him up, and then. <laughs> Omarion came through and pushed him. It was like, all right, wait a minute. There's not enough space between these tables. You got to do something to get right. No, he I think he moved too fast. I think he moved too fast. Omarion was supposed to chase at. I think he was supposed to chase after Claire after he punched. Marcus right, Houston. because she wasn't. St- was she, she was still she in left. the scene. She left. She was he, still there. He punched her. He pu- he punched him. Omarion said something. She left, and Marcus Houston was recovering, and then Omarion came and bumped him again. <laughs> It's like, you fucked up, it was bro. terrible blocking. You fucked up. But yeah, no, yeah, so. That- anyway, we watched You Got Serve. If you have not watched it in years, go back. It is you hilarious. It. You laugh at it. I laugh at it. I laughed at it more now than I ever yeah. have in my life. Man, that shit was disgusting. And mind you, I laughed at it for the first time I saw it. So, and yeah. them niggas spent the whole budget on their own music. They did. They spent, really, honestly, if you look at it, they used, like, they spent a lot of their budget on the money. the rights for music. Because. A lot of money. Because that 
in the rain scene. They spent a lot of money on that rain oh, yeah. scene. They was out there proud of that shit. They was with those like, yeah. They yeah. tried to do a you, Usher. You got it. You got it. Yeah. See, but there's a difference. Well, yeah. 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 You got it back. Oh, he yeah. was dancing in the rain. Because I'm thinking about you remind me because he was dancing. Usher got to think about dancing in, on wet ground. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> he's just glad different. It's, he probably do. He that probably should be do. looking real fire though, bro. Yeah. See, but the difference is Usher had a sunset. He sure did. He had a sunset. These niggas had. You remind me. They was in a dark alley. In the same fucking. You couldn't tell me they was a practice. Same like, I don't like you, but you got to practice over there. Like that was. I'm y'all niggas too broke to not have two different places. Like come on, nigga. Like get your and fucking money up. So when he was working out, Tony is so disrespectful. He said, "That's not how you stretch your knee." That wasn't a full. Re- this motherfucker. You supposed to be doing rehab on your knee. You over here doing half curls. What? Anyway. He ain't do no push-ups either. No, because he was struggling stretching his leg. He was in there like... I'm like, nigga, go sit down somewhere. With your gargantuan-ass grandma. His grandma like seven feet tall. Oh, she was big. She said, sit your ass. Shoulders, shoulders like a brick wall. God damn it. Mm. Um, but <laughs> You so stupid. The whole time doing the, the last scene... We gonna move on. The whole time doing the last scene... We gonna move Tony, on, gonna Tony said they must have filmed Jack A for 20 minutes doing this. They scene. had to. Because every other scene looked like they just skipped in front of it. She's like... They filmed her for 20 minutes and then, <laughs> then broke it up. It was like, listen, we can't afford you for a whole day. <laughs> Steve Harvey, too. They had him in three scenes do this. <laughs> I'm like, nigga. Look, and then when he didn't... uh talking about the drug dealer? Yeah. Yeah, the drug yeah. dealer. He was like, yeah, I took her of ill jump. Uh, um, no, not it was emerald. Em- emerald. 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 It, it, Tony that. was like, they could have at least sold us that scene. That, that, defeats, that defeats the whole purpose of the fucking story. It, no, it, it made no point. It, it had no point at the, this and, point. The antagonist was the drug dealer, and you had to pay him back. But we don't see that Mr. Um, what was his name? Mr. Cliff? Mm-hmm. The, 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 the cop? Um, was the same person that was the cop for when they did the five thousand dollars? It did. Listen, listen, okay, listen. before we move on, the dude that betrayed them, what's his name with the the uh, the one that was in, from in, the IMX in, in the group Romeo? But yeah. I don't remember his name in the movie. His name Romeo. His Romeo. Yeah. He we don't see him no more because he took his IMX money and left. <laughs> He's smart. <laughs> He's like, I can't dance. I not after this. He, <laughs> No, he's like, I, that's not my strong suit. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Mm, go ahead. Um, but yeah, so in like I said, in the midst of watching that, I've been watching Black Ink, and it's a very I, I enjoy going back to watch things to remember what was happening in time because that show was on 2013, 14, mm-hmm. and um, it was like a lot of relationship stuff, a lot of a lot of bullshit or whatever. And then, I, well, like I said, I saw there was a lot of people with uh, child support issues, and a lot of the conversations was about. What the not necessarily what the man is doing for the child, but it it involved the woman. And then I came across this clip on on um I, from another podcast. I don't know what the show is, but Don Diva Magazine posted it, <clears throat> and it was a woman talking about uh, finances. So I'm just gonna play the clip real quick. Okay, mm-hmm. it's like a, it's a minute, but we're gonna play it real quick. From a man's perspective, tell me if this is just way out of pocket. And, and tell me if this is like completely fucked up. On the first date. I had to get my daughter something to eat before he took me out. So I was like, can you run me by the McDonald's real quick? Because I'm running behind. We get to McDonald's. All she got was her classic, a milkshake, four piece nugget and a small fry. Mm -hmm. When the, when the lady at the window asked for the bread. (laughs) He's like, where's that? Yeah. (laughs) 
Nigga, you said run me through McDonald's real quick so we can. Yeah, nigga, you gonna pay for it. McDonald's. I'm sorry. Okay, okay. I think that's the problem. Already, that was the first problem. That ain't no problem. At that moment. That's your problem. Look, and it was at that moment. Now, I had the bread. And I even asked him, did he want anything? But look, it was at that moment that I knew you were never getting this pussy. He wasn't getting the pussy because he wouldn't pay for her child's stuff on their first date. What kind of entitlement is that? Now, now, tell me, tell me if I'm bugging. Tell me if I'm bugging because I'm. I can't. I'm not gonna put this on all women. I refuse to do that. I'm not gonna put this on all women. But please explain to me why. I I guess this is just a a hard question for me to like really, really think of fully because it's hard to wrap my mind around this shit. Like in the show, I seen um, Caesar and his baby mother go through some shit. He's like, he does everything for his daughter. She's like, yeah, but you ain't got enough to put your baby mother up. And he's like, I'm her father, not yours. And then to see some shit like this where where you're entitled to say, first off, first off, Mm -hmm. y'all first date, right? Mm -hmm. He know you got a kid. He cool with that, clearly. She said, hey, can you bring me by McDonald's? Okay, cool. I ain't got a problem with that. Then we're going to go on our date. Why the fuck would you look to him to pay for your child's food on y'all first date? What because kind of she didn't have the money. But, right. But, but To me, that means you don't have the money. Because for me, I feel like that makes no sense. Like, that's a stupid argument. It's dumb. It's your baby. You provide for your child. He doesn't know your child. Like... And you said you have to feed your child. It wasn't like, hey, can you get my baby something? Yo, he could have easily been on some like, you know what? Now this dating happened. If you should have taken care of your kid before we left. Right. He could he could have. He could have easily did that. I don't know. I feel like women, um, some women that feel like you have to pay out before you are able to to fully get a part of them. Mm-hmm. It's too much. Like them games we playing. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand, I understand the fact of, hey, I need to see if you, if I ask you to do something for me mm-hmm. and I'm asking because I really need your help and you don't come through for me, then you can make a consensus like this nigga ain't the one. But to come out the gate and be then, like, that, that takes time. Yeah, yeah. To come out the gate and be like, hey, you got to pay out before you got, to, I got to see what you working with, with your pockets before I can even give you my time, energy you know, my body, my, I mean, my intimacy, any intimacy any, any, and just any form you. of intimacy in mm-hmm. general. Um, I think that's very selfish. I mean, your expectations are very low about yourself because that means that you're the way that you value how you are, your love and all that you, you are, give it. how you give it mm-hmm. is based off of how, what somebody can give you. No, yeah. That's to me, to me, Man or woman, not just woman. Yes. Yeah, I man agree. I or agree. woman who comes out the gate and be like, "What's she gonna do for me? Is she gonna cook for me? Is she gonna come up to the game? Is she gonna do this? Is she gonna buy me stuff? Is she gonna do all of this stuff? You know, she um, you know, are she willing to? Is she willing to pull over my mom, baby mama drama? Fuck out of here! No, you know, it's funny. It's funny before, you say that before I even deal <laughs> with her and see if she can be somebody that I claim. No. Cause that, we, and we were talking that, about this the other day. Yeah. We were talking about this the other day. Like before getting into a relationship or before you go to talk to somebody, like the entitlement that you automatically have. Like when I hear women or men and men, I'm not just going to say women, women and men, when I hear somebody who is a parent say the next person I fuck with can't have kids, the the next person I, I get with uh, the kid we have got to be our first together or got to be there first. And I'm like, I mean, it got to be um their first their first child. And I'm like, so how can you come in the equation with one, two, three children, and then say you want to fuck with a man who don't got children, and then 
E, you know, yeah. To to me, to me, that's that's selfish. To me, now, granted, if if a, a man or woman decides to to deal with you after they find out you have children, mm-hmm. that's their personal choice. But I don't think it's fair to sit there and say I got. You can have your preferences. I'm not knocking that. I'm not knocking that. You know, but to, I think it's unrealistic to say I got three kids. The next person I fuck with can't have kids. So you want to thrust them into that responsibility off back. As soon as as soon as you start talking to somebody, you just want to be like, oh, you got to play daddy. Oh, you got to play mommy. Like you said, some getting into a relationship, somebody, somebody's like, oh, well, the entitlement is ridiculous when, before somebody gets into a relationship. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's it's like, oh, um, <clears throat> when he get with me, he got to deal with my attitude. He got to understand who I am. Oh, when she get with me, she got to understand, like, I got three baby mothers, but and we all don't get along. But, you know, it's cool because when we have a kid, it's not a big deal. And I'm like, where do you get this sense of entitlement? In the middle of your preferences or your standards or whatever, before you start dating somebody, I don't understand people who have their preferences. Like we were talking the other day um, about somebody you knew who say, you know, they want their woman to, you know, cook to be able to cook and do all this submissive shit. And I need you to be submissive. I'm like, what does that mean? What is all that? What, where, where do all these specific preferences preferences come from? Because they're not standards. That can't be something you live on. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you sit there and you say you want your woman to be submissive. What does it mean to be submissive to you? Does that mean you want your woman to sit there and be at your every fucking beckoning call? Because when you get to that point and you start, you know, you start saying, hey, um, all right. I, I, th- I think it just needs to break down to like preferences and standards. And I'm, I've mentioned this before. I feel like, um, Yes, you can have a preference. But it's, yet- it's, it's just, I'm sorry to cut you off, but it's disrespectful to come into a relationship or go in and talk to somebody with some sense of entitlement. It's disrespectful. I mean, entitlement, everybody feels like they're entitled to to have something. That's right? cool if it's realistic. I feel like if you are looking to share your life with someone else or to be in a relationship with someone else, you have to know that they come with their own entitlements and their own standards and their own expectations from you so that means once they present theirs and you present yours you have to be willing to to compromise hey i just met you like i don't to me i think the statement that she made was so ignorant because you that's basically like oh you can take my daughter and you i'm have you pick up my daughter and you got to go buy her some shoes he don't know your daughter. So that means that you're trusting this man that you barely even know with your with your child, with somebody that's your pride and joy. And you're looking for them to take care of somebody that you brought into the well, world. Well, yeah, she, she put a responsibility on somebody that don't even know her. Right, yeah, right. That's and I feel like sometimes people have the tendency to think that because I gave you my time, in my energy, mm-hmm. time and energy, you are, um, I'm entitled, you're in, I'm entitled to tell you what you need to do for me or ask, I'm entitled to ask you to do things that, you know, is not qualified for a first date. I would never ask somebody on a first date unless it's absolutely dire to, to buy me, me or my mom or my family member something to eat unless I don't have it. Hey, you know, I, don't have enough cash my mom want i didn't bring any cash can you do this or can you get this and then i'll pay you back it would have been a different story like hey i don't got enough cash you know uh can you pay for this and then i'll pay you back but but that that but to use that as a test is extremely unrealistic it's like stupid to, to sit there and, to sit there and say oh because he wouldn't buy this for my daughter i knew he wouldn't get no pussy look where your baby daddy at 
that's he, why he y'all, that's why y'all not together because your expectations is dumb they're so they're they make they're not dumb they make no sense you gonna equate how what a person how a person looks at you and how they treat you he done picked you up in his car use his gas money then he gonna ride around and take your baby to the McDonald's to get a McChicken no, and some it, nuggets. No, she, so her she she said because I saw the rest of the interview. She said her daughter was home. So so he went to she, the house to go pick up he the went baby. To the house, he went no 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 no. He went to the house to go pick her up for the date. She says, "Hey, before we, before we go out on the date, I didn't feed my daughter yet. Can we swing by McDonald's so I could pick her something, pick something up for her?" If I was a guy, I'd be like, um you you not responsible that should, for me for me before. for me that would have been like you're irresponsible you knew you was coming out why yeah. didn't you feed your baby like right and 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 that's my thing it's like i think there's there are these extreme and men have it too i'm not just gonna mm-hmm. put on women these extreme extremely unrealistic tests that you want to put on somebody to see if they really for them like dudes say dumb shit like it's not love if i've never been stabbed i'm like that's love then i never want to I never want to love anybody. I feel like for me, um, a guy putting a woman through a test, like, um, everybody does it. Have, I think testers for me that guys do, and they don't even intentionally know they're doing it is when the mama is disrespectful or somebody well, no, in a no, family. I, I, I won't say that's a test that a man in, t- well, see now that's a woman's test then to see, how? No, but I'm saying, listen to what I'm about to say. You're saying the test for a man. No, listen to what I'm about to say. Okay. So they don't know they're intentionally doing it. Like it's not intentional for them to go through this situation, but they know that their mom doesn't like whoever that they're dating. Right. Mm-hmm. And the woman says, you know, your mom is like really disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Well, if you can't, They'll say a statement like this. Like, if you can't handle my mama, then maybe we shouldn't be together. That's their firm form of a test. They're not in, they're not intentionally. Oh, you, mean making, you mean making, that's an intentional ultimatum. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Inten- I get what you're saying. Though. You get what I'm saying? saying? Like, that can be a form of a test. And the woman has to figure out, okay, well, I love this man, but his mama disrespecting me. And I'm telling him that she's disrespecting yeah. me. And he's going to tell me, you could, you, in order for you to be with me, you have to be able to deal with this. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a that I I understand where you're coming from. Like, I think that's I I feel like when you do that, that's an intentional ultimatum. Yeah, to tell somebody, oh, if you can't deal with this, then we but it be is together. a form of a test. It is. It's it's a it's because a, you could be with somebody for a whole year, right? Y'all together. Y'all planning on getting married. Y'all talked about it. Mm-hmm. Yo, mom, his mom, and you got some issues. You bring it to the forefront. He responds. That's my mama. You, you that, know, we yeah. together. That, we no, using, that's yeah. fucked up. That is super yeah. fucked up. I do, but I do think there's like an unlevel, there's an uneven playing field when it comes to accepting what somebody has. Now, I get that we all supposed to accept that, you know, we're humans and we're always evolving and everything is right. the same. But like to come into a, a situation where you're, you're dating, you want to go dating, you want to be with somebody, whatever, and you are off the rip telling yourself, like, listen, I got issues. He gonna have to deal with that. I got issues. She gonna have to deal with that. Like I got an attitude. He gonna have to deal with that. Um, I'm sarcastic. She gonna have to deal with that. Like instead of intentionally saying, you know, I am this person. Like cause I hate when people say that's just 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 who I am. But it's something you could change. Right. If it's toxic, change it. I hate you know that statement. That's just. I hate when people make that statement on me. Well, that's just who you are. But it'd be like, but 
at any cha- time I can change. Are you going to see the change in me that well, I've made? And well, and that that's 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 the thing. Like, because until it changes, people are only going to see what's happening. Yeah, that's true. that's just that that's the, the how it goes. Now, personally, I have things and traits about myself that I am, and it's never going to change. But there's things I'm just not going to do around you. Right. Because you just don't like it. Right. Or you just can't deal with it. You know what I'm saying? And I, that's just that's I mean, just how it is. It, but that's that's for people who intentionally want to believe that they could be a better person or they can actually compromise for a situation and not lose themselves. But to like you, you, I'm, I'm not going to sit there and walk into a room full of gasoline and just start playing with matches. Yeah. That's stupid. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, if this. Oh, he is going off. <laughs> My man going off. Um, I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to walk into a room full of gasoline and just play with matches. Like, I'm not going to intentionally go into be with somebody and be like, they don't like this. This hurts my feelings. Okay, I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah. Just to see how far I can go. Well, I mean, she, that's her rules. Hopefully, she finds somebody that's able to go through the test and that's it. I mean, I just feel like, if you really want to be with somebody and you really are interested, playing games is not the model. Unless you messing with a guy or a woman that likes to play games. They like the, the chase and the run. I don't know. But I just don't think that um, as humans, if we are intentional, intentional about what we want, we shouldn't have to have people that are taking time and investing time and their money and their um you know their quality time and things that they can be spending doing something else playing games with with people that i don't think that I is i don't think that it's fair i don't think that it's ethical i think that that is unmorally unbalanced because people can be you know we live in a world now where time is limited and people if they want to give their time and their energy to you why play games if you really instead of just coming front and be like I'm looking for a nigga that's able to put out the bread before I even give him something. Be honest. Say that instead of just saying, I'm going to play this little game with you. Or a guy that's like, you know, I'm looking for somebody. I'm I'm uh, looking for somebody that's going to put out and then we can potentially be in a relationship. Can I ask you a question? What? Do you think that having a 90-day rule simply to see where a man's mind is is wrong? No. I think that's your expectations. Like what you, I mean, it's a form of protecting yourself in a sense and feeling out. No, no, that I do believe 90 day rules and things of that nature work when it's for you. I right. do believe that. But what I'm, what I'm saying is where do you think it's right to use it specifically to see if this man can handle like we, like we, like the expectations, like we talked the other day, like I dated somebody for a long time and she was a virgin and I waited three years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then we just end up not being together. Right. And you have this expectation of like, all right, cool. Like, I don't wait it. You know, it's like, I should be rewarded for something. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I should be not, not be able to get it whenever I want to, but like, I was young. Right. Time. But, um, to sit there and, and think like, okay, I, sh- I proved to you that I loved you. And then you still just didn't want to be with me after that. Like, to use it to see where a man's mind is, like, kind of using sex as a weapon. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Do you, do you, do you think that's like justifiable? Using sex as a weapon? Mm-hmm. No. Not, now, setting boundaries is not. I mean, let me, let for me, me always, first. if I wasn't going to be intimate, I would let the person know at the beginning. I'm not looking to, to I, be intimate. I, I believe in that. I believe in that. And I, I would say my reasoning for why I don't want to jump, like, I'm waiting this amount of time to see where this goes because I don't want to give my energy to you. And it, it, we, you know, in the next three months, we basically, we basically ain't 
talking like that. Or mm-hmm. in the next six months, we basically ain't on the same page. So I want to wait. I want to wait to see if this is something that's real, you know, and, and I believe that- or something that I'm willing to, I'm emotionally ready to give to you yeah. or we're able to emotionally ready to experience with you. And if it doesn't work out, I won't be damaged now. And that's a boundary. That's yeah. a, that's a respectable boundary. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about the people where it goes, Oh, I know I'm gonna give him the pussy. I'm just gonna see how long he gonna wait for it. And I'm like, bro, that's like uh, dangling a carrot in front of the rabbit. Like, just let the rabbit have the carrot. I think if you I, don't give I it just up. think that some women like the chase. They do. We talk about it all the time. Women we like do. the chase. All right, you know what? And, and, and I respect that. Everybody wants to be wanted. That's yeah, what it boils I mean, down to. Everybody wants to be I wanted. I feel at the at the wow. I mean, I'm an impatient person. So that, that shit that shit becomes toxic because like if you think that pussy is your best offer, if Dude, if you think your dick is the best, yeah, like I'm so impatient. I just need to know, like, if I say that I'm into, if I, because I overly communicate my feelings and how I feel. So if I tell you how I feel and I'm waiting for you to give me a response, I'm gonna be like, "What the fuck is your response?" Because I didn't already told you this shit. Or are you in limp? Are you thinking? Are you writing it down in your little journal? Where the hell are you at? Which street are you on? Can can I have it? What? That would be the question I have. Can I? Ha- are you giving it to me? Right. Like the, what? That, what are now, we doing? That's not why I'm here. That is not why I'm here. But I want to know. Are you no, giving I'm it saying, to me? I said that no, yeah. to me. I said what I said. What the fuck are you saying? Yeah, please tell me because we both. Because if you ain't saying what the fuck I'm saying, I need to go on about my good old day. And that's real talk. Like the whole listen. You said I was sexy. I said you were sexy. Let's be sexy together. I don't like what when people string people along. That to me that's bothers what, that's it irks the fuck out of me. That's what I'm getting at. I don't like for people to be strung along. I we both knew a person that did that to this guy. She didn't want to be with him. She didn't want to be with him for a whole year. They were together for two years. And oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. okay and okay. Uh, we can't say they names <laughs> you, know, you know it's real Look, you know it's real <laughs> and um they was together for a long time this bitch knew that she didn't want to be with him mm-hmm. strung him along he done bought her shit so we like why the fuck is you with him if you don't want to be why would you let him buy you stuff and you don't want to be with him mm-hmm. oh. I just don't feel like it's the right time, bitch. It's been the right time. Every time we sit down and we talk, you talking about how the fuck you don't like him. Why are you letting this man stay on with you? Because he's buying her stuff and she knows she couldn't get any better. I cannot. So I was just like, I was advocating for him. I was like, he can be out here finding the love of his life. Which he did. Yes. He can be. He did. Congratulations to him. He did Mm -hmm. get married. Yes, he did. Um, Out here finding the love of his life, living his best life with somebody else except for your motherfucking ass. And you up here bringing him along because he ain't about you a pandora bracelet See, Bitch, now bye. now oh he's oh she say she busted it open for a juicy couture <laughs> bracelet what what pandora bracelets are pretty expensive. she she popped it for a pendant <laughs> mm. for some uh mm. yeah but anyway she, i she, she it was the, it was so aggravating to me and mm-hmm. then when she went to go break up with his ass she had to go break up with him again because she didn't do the first breakup right i said who break up with somebody twice how does one do that? Well, hey, listen, there's some that I've seen some crazy people out there. I ain't gonna hold you like the people that be like, I'm like, we're not together anymore. We're never breaking up. We're breaking up when I say we're breaking up. No, like, you what? know, you know how that statement say a man be like, oh, me and my girl broke up, and people be like, do your girl know that y'all yeah, broke up? You said y'all broke up. You, <laughs> you just said, didn't call her. Did you no? Or did you call her and she did not receive the message? That's a, no, that's what I'm saying. Because in you, this particular situation. 
She didn't de- de- relay the message correctly. Yeah, no, people think not calling somebody for a few days is how you break up. No, she was just like, I think we should be friends. That, I mean, that's a valid breakup, though. I think that we should be friends. She No, she said, I think we need some time apart. That's what she said. Oh, that's a lie. I don't believe in that shit. She said, I think we need some time apart. So, his assumption, like most people would probably I'm, I'm assume. I'm going to give you a few days. We just need a break. Yeah, listen. So then, so when she told us that she said, oh, we need some time apart. We said, bitch, that's not a breakup. You should have told his ass, hey, come and get your shit. You ain't say, come and get your shit. Come and get your stuff. You ain't packed the box of his clothes. I don't we- love you anymore. <laughs> I mean, you ain't you ain't give him the exit strategy. Like, oh, this is the exit. Like, that no, means that done. we taking a break forever. Like, Listen, anybody who is in a relationship and trying to get out of it, saying we should take a break, we need space, we need time apart. There's no such thing. Just say, I want to fuck other people. Just say it. And, that and I don't necessarily mean that you have to want to fuck other people but if you say it it's jarring enough to where it's like you know what i got the point you don't want to be with me anymore you know what i'm saying sometimes you got to be you can't just pull the band-aid off sometimes you gotta like really i feel like some people because i've had a coward break up with me before through text messaging shout it's out to so you hard <laughs> to say goodbye but for me in that particular situation i realized that not every not every man or woman is able and have the balls to say i don't want to be with you no more true i've i've gotten the uh, you know what i think you should just not come over as much anymore right people do the nonchalant shit like you know what i've been busy yeah I've, i've been told that and then come back in a few days and be like oh no we're not together anymore i'm like excuse me excuse me did i miss what day like did, did, Why didn't you send me the postcard? Because I could have been. Did I, I just not buy you, you know food so two funny? days ago? Like, did we not just? I didn't no, just buy you, you know food? what's so funny is no, that before the guy broke up with me, <laughs> we were together, mm-hmm. and I had called him. I said, "If you do not want to be with me," because he was like giving me. He wasn't answering the phone or whatever. So I was like, "This is about the. This is about to be a decline." I said, "If you don't want to be with me, just say you don't want to be with me. If you don't want me, then don't talk, talk to, to me." me. <laughs> Go ahead and free yourself. Free yourself. <laughs> yeah, mommy, okay, but <laughs> so um But she doing the yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, uh if you don't wanna be with me, just tell me that you don't wanna be with me. Peace out, my nigga. This nigga gonna wait until Valentine's Day. <laughs> the day before be Valentine's we live in two different lives. Get y'all to live. I knew we was living two different lives when I sent you the damn the message telling you to leave me the fuck alone. Like, but yeah, you said that shit with your chest. I sure did because I meant that shit at the time. You meant that shit. Like, so, um, ooh, we do that. have an announcement, don't do we? we? Uh, do we? Yeah, I announced that I'm the greatest person on earth. Yeah. Okay, so look, guys, <clears throat> this the run of Comino Silver is coming to an end. Yes, it's been for. Well, the podcast um it's been fun the podcast has been around for going on five years now um we appreciate everybody who's been on the show pre-alexis and post (laughs) (laughs) um it's it's been a a wild run when i came up with the idea for the show i had lots of passion behind it it was i mean not to say i don't care about it now but things are moving forward and our focuses need to be somewhere else um, into primary things like 
So will we ever make a return to podcasting? Don't know. But going into January, we have two episodes left. Yeah. So um, we have a very special uh, interview to yes. end it with. Yes. And but, we um, guys, we want you guys to still tune in. Yeah. Because we do have um, our last two episodes coming up. But yeah. our last episode is going to be a bang. And we want you guys to like blow the numbers through yeah. the roof. And um, we're definitely going to celebrate um, because this is not a goodbye. It's basically. Um, I'll be back. I'll be back. I'll or, be back. Um, you know, if we decide that we never will come back, this will, this will be a test in time that we, you guys were able to hear us yeah. and we were able to share our stories. And we hope that everybody, um, everybody that's listened over the years and have enjoyed the podcast of Call Me When It's Over um, has received something and has grown as artists, yeah. as individuals. So um, hopefully you guys have enjoyed this run. She said it nicely. I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't speak that nice. I'm just like kind of straight to the point. Yeah, I respect that. Um, we'll make more. It will make more announcements about the YouTube specifically. Um, but yeah. So we have two episodes left after this one. Call me when it's over has served its purpose already. Call me when it's over is over. I, but nobody. Well, actually, the last person we talked to will be calling us. So that's yeah, very very fitting. <laughs> um, yeah. So we'll have more information for you guys. But the announcement is coming over will be done in two weeks. Yes. So the podcast, the podcast, the podcast. Um. So, but as of right now, it's the end of this episode. Yes. So I'm your girl straight without Josie boy, and I'm Alexis A McCoy. Um. For now. For now, for we now. are on all your social media, I mean, all your um, podcasting um, platforms, platforms. For now. So go ahead and check us out. Um, yeah. You know, we will have the, the information listed. And if you're not able to check out any of those platforms, you can definitely visit us on our homepage at wordsworksnetwork.com because we're still there. All of our episodes will be there. Uh, um, big shout out to Rich. Yes. Thank for you, the sir. opportunity. So yeah. thank you, Rich. We'll, we'll run down all that stuff. Yeah. That. And then um, also don't forget to f- keep continue to follow us on Instagram. We'll have clips from the show on there. And you guys are able to look at our previous clips. Um, Stay on the YouTube. And also check out our YouTube page at Call Me When It's Over podcast. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Stay on the YouTube. Yes, because YouTube is going to be, we're going to have some exciting things coming. Stay on the YouTube. That's it. That simple. Okay. That's it. And as always, speak up, speak out. And leave your ego at the door. We're done. Bye.